is so stupid, it's positively brilliant. Yep, Charlemagne the God. Andrew Schultz. We are the Brilliant Idiots Podcast. Um, thank you for joining us for another motherfucking week of uh, brilliantness and idiotness, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we might as well get right to it. Uh, we can start this week off by saying what we saw that was positively brilliant. What we saw that made us say, what a fucking idiot. Where do you start, Andrew? Um, why don't you start? Because I'm I'm only focused on one what a fucking idiot right now. And I think that we're probably going to avoid that. You got one person in mind for what a fucking idiot. Who's the one person? Oh, now you want to talk about it. Now you want to talk about it. Now you want to talk about it. Because we decided not to talk about it before the podcast. Because what are you talking about? We don't said, do no prep. You said. We don't, we don't do any shit. prep on this show. Oh, we what don't do prep? About? No. We don't do prep. We do some post. We didn't have any pre-games. <laughs> hey, we do some post. What do you have? We didn't have no pre-games. <laughs> <laughs> we had a couple well, layup lines, Charlotte. There was a couple layup want? lines going on before the game, okay? <laughs> you just got the itch. You just got the itch. You want to talk about it. <laughs> and it wasn't just layup lines. We were catching out. I don't know, man. I just, listen, here's the thing. I feel like you got a shooter's hand. I feel like you might have. I don't want to. I don't, don't want to bitch so like, no, we can't. Listen, maybe you got to call some ISO plays. I don't, you know. Hey, you you want to run some ISO? <laughs> Fuck the triangle. Give it to me in the post. But I would rather, I would rather you hear it, though. Yeah, I got to hear it first. Yeah, I want you to hear it. I want yeah. you to hear it. It's not going anywhere. It'll be a, it'll be a little topic for a minute, especially in this little podcast world. I want you to, to hear it first. That's yeah, exactly. Because I just got the Cliff's notes of it, but I yeah, need no, to hear it. Yeah, I want you to hear it. But then I uh, have to listen. Eh, it's it's worth it's it's kind of worth it. Is it um, though? Eh? Is it though? <laughs> a little bit. Nobody got any clue what we're talking. I know. That's fine. That's fine. But at the that's same why time, I want it that way. Everybody that's knows fine. exactly what we're talking about. That's, 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 that's fine. That's fine. I will say this. What a fucking idiot. Uh, NBC News mistaking Usain Bolt with Kevin Hart. Listen, I know we're in a volatile time. I know racism and bigotry is at an all-time high, but we don't have to bring back the old tropes like all black people look alike because it has to be in the same ballpark. If you mistake me and Kevin Hart, fine. I get it. If you mistake me and for anybody in the same height bracket, I get it. That could that had to be paid for, bro. Somebody paid so? for that. Yeah. <laughs> you can't make that mistake, dude, because that implies that the person that was doing that does not know who Kevin Hart is or Usain Bolt. And you I don't believe him, that person you just, exists. You, know you just Usain. called him Usain. What? It's Usain. Usain is somebody that the Trumps want to take out in Iraq, probably. I don't it's know who the fuck Usain, is Usain Bolt? Usain. Usain. It's Usain Bolt, bro. Usain. I think it's Usain Bolt. I don't know. You might be right. Who knows? No, it's, it's Usain. How is it I thought Usain. it was Usain. It doesn't have a Y in the, in the front. It's U-S-A-I-N. Don't question why I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't right. know if it's Usain or Usain. Because people say it too fast. But Usain I'm fucked. <laughs> yo. 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 Wow, bro. Wow. Yo, we just, we just watched Charlotte turn into a grandfather right now in front of our eyes, bro. Holy shit. By the way, they said that it was a Hey, glitch. slow down, young man. You're saying his name too fast. 
Get it? Saying you saying? All right, never mind. Okay. They said it was a glitch though, and our other producer at the Breakfast Club said that it does happen. It does happen. What a glitch in in what in your? He was saying the glitch occasion. in the program or whatever. Like if however they do it, if um the image doesn't match up with their format, then it'll they go use to another the, image yeah. of a black guy. Basically, oh. yeah, that's because you can't you can't post any old image. Yeah, like it has to permission. be an image that's been cleared because they can yeah. sue you and shit like that. I but can't. I still don't understand how you mistake you saying both for Kevin Hart. But this is the reason why I purposely mistake all white people. I do it all the time. It's amazing. I love to say Elton John is in the Beatles. Mm. I love to say Sting is like the last living Beatle. I do it all the time. I mistake Channing Tatum for Neil Patrick Harris. I do shit like that just because. Just because. Just because. I might be like, you know Channing Tatum? I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Doogie Howser. Right. <laughs> Just do it. Just, just, just do it. Just do it to piss people. And then, how do we all. react about it? Um, it depends who it is. We don't care, it, right? No, no, that's not true. Yeah. If I, Why if I say, if care. nope, if I say Sting is in the Beatles, woo, that can cause a fight. If I no, say Elton John no. is the last living Beatle, that can cause a fight. Nobody's fighting over the Beatles, Charlemagne. They, they people love the Beatles. Oh, that's love right. You said something. Who was bigger than the Beatles? What'd you say? Oh, I didn't start that. Did I start that? I don't think yes, I started that. Yeah, I think Jesus started that. Sway Lee Jesus. or something like that? The Migos. Race Migos Rimmer. are bigger than the Beatles. Oh, the Migos yeah. are bigger than yeah, the Beatles. Yeah, yeah. Jesus yeah. started that. Jesus uh, started that back in the day. Yeah, and people and, got upset? Woo! <laughs> it was freaking articles and like Rolling Stone and Variety. Motherfuckers really? acting like we were really discussing history. Like, like they was really, 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 really upset. That's how many like, white people watch Vice. No, this is before Vice. Oh, Really? Yeah, this is when D, this is when Jesus was Jesus uh, and Mero was just on social media. Oh yeah, they were masters of that shit. Though. Oh, they were the best. Come on, masters. Man. They were the Twitter. best. Yeah. They were the best. They yeah. were the best. Listen, Jesus is like Jesus is one of the few. Not not even one of the few. Jesus is the only black person I know who got on pretending to be white. <laughs> <laughs> like 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 I'm not talking about like you know being a a a, a like a like a Uncle Tom type like. You know, doing white people's bidding. Like, Jesus was really pretending to be white. It was like his one a- joke. His- it was one joke. Right? But they thought he was white. His yeah. avatar. Because his avatar was was never a person. It was, it was like yeah. a dog or something. I don't remember yeah. what the picture was, but he would talk like a black guy. And then one day he revealed himself. <laughs> he was white. And, and then Twitter people lost, lost it. it. <laughs> lost it. <laughs> Yo, you know how good of a troll, you know how much of a troll you have to be? Oh, that's brilliant. That you don't even care about getting credit for the troll. Mm. It's just getting you off. <laughs> like, mm. like, that's Bro, that's, that's the greatest Jesus prank. Was. I ever told you that, that I, how I got pranked by that chef, by that cooking show guy? No, what happened? I never told you this story. Where like I was no. leaving, um, where we used to record the podcast. And uh, there was a guy who does, it was like Adam Eats Anything. What's that fucking show called? Where he just eats the weirdest food. It was one of those cooking show things, right? Okay. And um, I recognized him on the way out, and I was with a couple of my guys, and I said, "I was like, oh, dude, we're about to go get some food, man. Do you have any like great restaurant recommendations in the city?" And he's like, "All right, I got you. I'm gonna hook you up with the best thing, right?" So he gives me these three restaurants, right? He goes, "You got to go get the Lomo Saltado at uh, you know, La blah blah blah, whatever his fucking name is. No, nah, no, nah, different guy. So we- Adam Richmond, right?" I think it was man. Oh, it might have been a different guy, but still, it was one of those guys, right? Anyway, so he gives me these three different restaurants, right? 
We go to this one restaurant. We ask for the Lomo Saltado. We sit down. They're like, sorry, this is a vegan restaurant. I go, what? He goes, yeah, it's a vegan restaurant. I go, I know it's the off menu Lomo Saltado. It's the off menu. They're like, we don't have an off menu. We don't know what the fuck we're talking about. I'm like, oh, that's weird. So we go to another restaurant, right? He goes, you got to go to the Five Napkins Burger and you ask for the off menu sushi, right? So we're in the Five Napkins Burger. And bring a banana. And, oh, yeah. We have, to, we have to go to the Five Napkins Burger, ask for the off-menu sushi. But before you give them the order, you have to give them a banana. So we go to a fucking deli. We buy three bananas each. The waiter comes to the table, and we're like, listen, we need that off-menu sushi. Uh, uh, uh. And then we hand them the banana. <laughs> right? <laughs> hand them the banana. The waiter takes a banana. He goes, yeah, this is a burger spot. It like says burger on the outside. Like, there's no way you could have sushi here or whatever. And then just walks away with my banana, which is mad weird. And uh, <laughs> and then we go, fuck it, we're just going to eat there. He gave me one more recommendation to go into a container unit on the west side, like where people come and they drop off stuff. Not people, like uh, boats come, they drop off those containers. He's like, there's a Mexican restaurant, best tacos you ever had in your life there. We go, there's no way that's fucking true. Those other two ones he got us, we're not going to be dumbasses on the fucking west side highway walking around containers. The one restaurant that's real. <laughs> The one really? in the fucking containers. <laughs> but I respect Hold on, the, there's a restaurant in New York with containers? Apparently, on the West Side Highway, on, on like the port over there. But what I thought was so dope about the prank is I'll never see him again, but he knows that he made me buy a banana <laughs> and then hand it to a waiter at Five Napkins Burger, bro. Oh, oh listen, he's, he's, the, he's listening to this podcast. Somebody's going to put him on. Yeah. And he's going to play this shit over and over and over and over again for his people. Bro, that's the best prank. The one that you don't even need to see it come to fruition. I love it. It's the best shit in the world. And <laughs> I used to do that shit when I was young. I would say shit about people and forget about it. Mm. And then realize years later, I caused these people so much trauma. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Because people actually fucking believe this stupid shit that I would say. Like, really? Like what? Uh, one today, got mad. Uh, no, one was real bad. One was so bad. Can you share it? No, not in this lifetime. <laughs> Yo, you know what? There was this Probably thing. Was, five years ago, I would have said it. There was this, uh, I was uh, I was doing some uh, pilot for some shit up at Harvard. And there's this like thing, you know, the National Lampoon. You ever heard of that? Yeah, it's a movie. It's a movie, but it's based on like this magazine, comedic magazine, Harvard. Doesn't fucking matter. Anyway, they have this like little like house that is built just for the people of the National Lampoon over there. The guy that built the house built all these secrets into the house. Okay. Mm. And there's tons of secrets that you just got to figure out. And there are like messages within the house. And apparently Conan O'Brien found one. There's this tile wall, all the tile, the whole wall is tiles and ornate tiles with all these details. And apparently Conan was just chilling high and he noticed that in the tiles, the, in the tile, the spiral on the tiles stopped and then started in a weird place on the next tile. So he chips away the tile, opens it, and inside there's a note that says, took you long enough. Wow. That's kind of fire, isn't it? I mean, yeah, unless nobody sees it. Unless you're in the afterlife and you get to see it from the afterlife. I guess maybe that is, but like, I don't know. I love that. Like, we always try to do that in our pieces on Saturday when we do the monologues. Like, we always hide little shit in the pictures. Like, there's always jokes on top of jokes within shit. I just I mean, love the, when people are willing to let someone not get the joke. I just like layers. Like, I don't like, yeah. thing, like, I, I like matter of fact shit. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. But I like when you say something and it's kind of like an inside joke. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to be... 
in a certain culture or or, 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 or know a, or be a part of a certain thing to get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to have to explain a Marvel reference to a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't want to have to explain a dope movie reference to a motherfucker. If you know the movie, then you're like, oh, shit, that's dope. I get it. Bro, you know what I mean? That shit you posted was so funny. What? The Wolverine looks like two Batmans kissing. Amazing. Fuck me up. Bro. Yeah. Bro. That yeah. shit is so funny, dog. Because you got the tattoo of Wolverine on your arm, bro. You got, got a bunch arm. of guys making out on your forearm, dude. The I, I, same I, I, forearm I, you used to whack off with. What the fuck is going on, Charlemagne? What do you I, have to tell us? I didn't see. You know what's so funny, though? I went through all those comments. It was like 4,000 comments, and I didn't see the one obvious joke. Which was? Batty man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? I'm like, where's the one obvious joke? <laughs> like, I'm like, what? what? It's two Batman kissing. Nobody Bro. made the most obvious joke. Bro, this guy said a fucking good shit on tw uh, Twitter. He DM me, man. I got to get his, his name so I give credit. Totally random. But he goes, uh, yo, you know how Trump could really unite the, com the country? Black dude, he goes, if he switched uh, MAGA to... Uh, if, uh, instead of make America great again, it was make America safe again, right? Like everybody wants to be safe, <laughs> right? <laughs> you got it already. You got already. it already. Already. <laughs> you got it already. <laughs> make America safe again turns MAGA to so stupid. What is it? NASA. <laughs> You got it quick, bro. I give you that. That'll be so fucking stupid, bro. Oh my God, bro. Tell me what you thought the, about the the DC um drops, the Batman. Um, uh, positively brilliant. Okay, uh, I think that is brilliant. That um, Milestone Comics. Milestone Comics is a a black comic company. Um, that's been around for a while. They got they got a lot of characters. They got Static Shock, who's probably their most popular character. Uh, I think Icon is a part of them. Oh man, I forgot the other person. I mean, it's a few characters in that universe. And I just think it's I think it's brilliant to to relaunch that right now. And they're doing it uh around black, they're doing it during Black History Month, which I think is perfect. No, I you meant know? I meant the Batman trailer. Oh shit. Yeah, well, I'm talking about the white stuff. Um all that <laughs> stuff looked regular. Wonder Woman looked the best out of all of them. Ah, stop it. What's stop that? Stop it. Don't Captain? Listen, super massage. Listen, 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 misogyny, hey. man. Yo, that's what I am, bro. Let's go. <laughs> Call me James Bond up in this bitch. <laughs> this guy. Nah, it did. Wonder Woman was the best. She was so powerful. It did. So bro, ba yo. Batman looked. Do you know Batman's only thirty percent done? Huh? Ba the what? new Batman movie is only thirty percent shot. Ah. What about the Wonder That's Woman what, movie? Wonder Woman's done. Wonder Woman's in the can. Probably cost Wonder Woman's in the can less. <laughs> Listen, Wonder Woman is the Wonder, Wonder Woman is the highest grossing Deep DC cut. film of all time. Because they didn't have to pay much. They save money, bro. You get 30% off good. on Wonder Woman, dog. Hey, listen, I hate, I, I hate DC. Oh, God. Listen, <laughs> I hate DC, but Wonder Woman trailer looks better than the Batman trailer and the new Justice League shit. 
the, the, the Zack Snyder cut that's coming on HBO Max. What does Max. that mean, the Zack Snyder? Is it the same exact movie they're just bringing back? It means that DC knows it's so trash mm-hmm. that, that like, how when you put an album out on title, yeah. you, you do a deluxe version. Okay. <laughs> right? Sometimes the album doesn't get the reception you want, so you do a deluxe version with 10 new songs. That's all DC's doing. Like, like oh, let's try this again. Because the first Justice League movie sucked ass. And the first Justice League movie should never be forgiven because they introduced their whole superhero team in a fucking email attachment. While fucking Marvel (laughs) gave you 10 years of all types of movies. Shit that you probably wouldn't even watch. But they made us watch like Ant-Man. and You know what I mean? Like we didn't care about no Ant-Man back then. They took. But I will say this. And uh, me and Van was having this conversation. The reason Marvel is better than DC is because when it came, at least in the film world, is because they were forced to be more creative because they didn't have all of the best ingredients. DC had access to all his franchise players. DC had access to Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Flash, Green Lantern. Marvel film universe didn't have access to the Fantastic Four and uh, uh, who else is their star players? I think Spider-Man at the time. They had uh, to use Iron Man yeah. and Thor yeah. and uh, Captain America, all of these people that were considered, I don't know if Captain America was, but Thor and Iron Man definitely were considered like B-level characters in the Marvel Universe. So they had to create around that. So they had to make sure that their shit was top-notch. So you're you know saying I mean? that Marvel had to take a soul food approach to their characters. That's right. That's right. They didn't have the best pieces of the animal, but they found a way to make the worst pieces of of the animal absolutely fucking delicious. That's exactly what they did. Simple and plain. That's it. Wow. Exactly what they did. And they took them 10 years. That's why even like even at the end, like if you watch Avengers Endgame, like that end scene when they when they put all of the women together. That's that's like one of the, the the huh? When they put all the what together? When they put all the women together to stop misogyny, man. Oh, I took a piss during that part. I, I went yeah. to the bathroom. It was no, by the way, it was a great scene. Yeah. But what it showed you was the lack of female character development in the Marvel universe. But that's because they don't if they don't have uh, access to the the A list male characters. They damn sure didn't have access to the A list ah, women characters. Captain right. Marvel's an A list one. Um, I think you could throw Scarlet Witch in there, but, but everybody when, else in that scene, no. But what was that part like? What, what what was that part of the movie? I remember that in Endgame. It was, were they the paramedics or something like that? What what did they do? No, it, it, they, they it was really muscles? it was really it was it was really just the women's empowerment scene. That's what it ah, was. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. But I what mean, was their God purpose damn. in the battle? Like, did they bring fruit snacks or like orange slices to the guys or something like that? Like, the what truth, were they doing? What's wild about it is Captain Marvel was one of the strongest heroes in the Marvel universe. Right. We just saw her run through Thanos' whole ship, destroy it. Right. Yeah. She didn't need no help. She could have she could have ran through Thanos' whole crew. So what just took like her she so long? Why, why was she kind of like leaving us, a, you know, leaving us out to dry here? Oh, Captain Marvel. Like, why was she so busy? What was she doing? Oh, because as she said in the movie, she has a, a this isn't the only planet to protect. Ooh. Oh yeah, she said that. She said that in Endgame. It's most because they they asked her that. One of the guys was like, I, I think it was War Machine. Where have you been all this time? And she was like, uh, your planet isn't the only planet to protect and other planets don't have y'all. Mm, sounds yeah, like yeah, a convenient yeah, yeah. excuse to me. <laughs> That's what it sounds <laughs> but, like. 
but also DC announced the Milestone stuff, which I was talking about. Milestone is a black comic book company mm-hmm. that actually licensed some a lot of its characters to DC. Mm. And now, now they're relaunching it. And Static Shock is um, you know, their main character in Static Shock. You know, I I I, I think Jaden Smith was born to play the Static Shock role, he, especially when he used to have the dredge and stuff like that. A lot of people disagree with me now. They think other people should play him. I still think it's Jaden's role to lose. But I like that. You know, I like I like it, especially after seeing Kid Cudi tweet out, uh, can we get some superheroes who don't have black in their name? Can we get some black superheroes who don't have black in their name? Kid Cudi. There's only one black superhero with black in the name. Black Adam. Black Panther. But isn't there Black I think, Adam? I don't, I don't even think Black Adam is black. Well, he's The Rock, whatever The Rock is. He's, I don't think black. Let me see what black is. Black Adam black. Huh? Hawaiian? It might be. Hold on. Is black Adam black? Let's see. But well, black Adam ain't a superhero either, though. He's a villain. Oh. Uh, 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 I don't know if black Adam is. Yeah, why is black Adam called black Adam? Yeah, because the Shazam power corrupted him and Shazam gave him the name black Adam. I don't even think black Adam is black, bro. He's not? <laughs> like, no. I don't think black, but that's DC, so I could be mistaken. Is he black? I mean, that's crazy. You just call a not black cat character Black Adam. He looks like the Rock. He does look like the Rock in the comic well, books. The Rock is playing him. They're yeah, bringing the Rock back is the movie. Him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does look like the what, Rock. The, the Rock black is Panther. an actor. He's a wrestler. His. Um... Oh, he's uh, Hawaiian oh. and black. Oh, I think the Rock. Ah, the Rock ain't got no race at this. Jeez. <laughs> Rock is one of those. Rock is one of those rare. Yeah, I was like, I agree rare with him, humans. One of those rare. No, no, listen, it listen is. to me. You don't look the, at him as any the, race. The Rock is one of those rare humans <laughs> who has transcended. Race. He really has, bro. It's, Everybody it's, it's, can relate to him. It's very rare. Those those people are very rare on this planet. All right, and that's, he's just one of those people whose star is so big. And so many people love him yeah. that they can tuck their prejudices. Do you think as he's bald, though? I don't think he's bald. I think he just checks so many boxes. Like, he's Hawaiian, so he's kind of Asian, right? He's black, so he's kind of black. <laughs> and when you just that, look he, at him, he kind of looks like a tan white guy. And he comes from the world of sports. <laughs> Wrestling specifically. Yeah, true. Super white world. It's, it's, it's hard. It's very hard for racists to... Uh, hate the people they root for. The people they root for. Yeah, you know what I mean. Now you can hate the race of, the, but you can't hate the person that you want to win. Listen, a lot of bigots in Cleveland didn't start hating LeBron probably till he left. Mm. All before he was, that's our that's our boy. Mm. Literally, that's our boy. That's a he's a good one. Mm. But then when he left, they was burning his jersey. You know what mm. I mean? I think it's the same thing with Rock. I think I think when you hit a Rock and you start off in athletics, right? You start off in sports. People like you. They like you as a wrestler. And then you become like this world-renowned actor. Mm-hmm. Eh. Your race doesn't actually present for you first. Question. Do you think that um, Montrez Harrell should have been like fined or had to apologize or anything for uh, calling Luka Doncic a pussy-ass white boy or bitch-ass white boy? Um, yeah. Yeah. I think he should have. I mean, yeah. You know, um, I saw Matt Barnes saying that, you know, 
when you're on the court, <clears throat> when you're on the court, like, it's a different world. You know what I'm saying? It's things that said on the court that don't fly other places. But I know, and we all know, that Luca couldn't say a pussy-ass nigga. You know what I'm saying, or even, <laughs> or even black boy. He couldn't say pussy ass black. Yeah, boy. he couldn't. Yeah, he couldn't say pussy ass black boy. So, yeah, but I mean, listen, it's a clear double standard, right? Yeah, it is interesting because, like, when you grow up playing sports, like as a white dude, especially basketball, you hear white boy all the time, and it's not always a pejorative. Like, it's sometimes like, yo, white boy's nice. Or it's the pussy ass. Or pussy. So it's more pussy. A bitch ass. ass. Yeah. Exactly. Just, right. So that's yeah. more the thing. That being said, it's really weird. Like, I'm all for talk whatever shit you want on the court. And yes, we understand, like, as a white dude, there's just certain things that you don't tap into on a court. You could clown somebody's game, you clown the way they look, et cetera, but you just don't get into the racial component of it. Like, it's, it's, it's just, yeah, it's just something that just doesn't really happen. Um, I mean, they made a whole movie about it, right? White men can't jump. The yeah. whole premise of white men can't jump was the stereotypes that exist about white men mm -hmm. on the basketball court. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know how it was back in the day. I would have to talk to somebody in the 80s. I'm sure Larry Bird got a lot of that. And Larry Bird probably talked a lot of shit too, maybe not racially. There is a double standard in terms of like racially talking shit. That mm -hmm. being said, um, when you add the corporate aspect to it, it is interesting because corporate rules have to be even across the board. And that's what I'm saying. That's why I yeah. said when you asked me, <clears throat> should he be fined? Um, uh, uh, somebody else would have been fined for what would be perceived as a racial slur. Yes. That we know. You know what I'm saying? Now, we also know that we grew up in an era where, like you said, yeah, when you're white on the basketball court, that is a thing. That is a th that is an identifier. When you're the lone white boy on the court mm -hmm. playing against a brother, a bunch of brothers, if you can ball, like yeah, white boy balling. Mm -hmm. If you get dunked on, it's like nuts in your mouth, white boy. Like you know what yep. I mean? Like it's just it's that type of language. Yeah. So, but 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 in this climate that we're in, yeah, a white player wouldn't have been able to get away with that. White it's, player wouldn't have been able to say, say especially pussy ass when black boy. everybody's got equality on the back of their jersey, and the NBA has yeah, leaned yeah, into yeah. like this like racial harmony, which we want. All of us want racial harmony. It it is just going to be it's going to be harder for some people to accept if you're allowing uh, some form of racial. I don't even want to call it injustice because that's making it too big, but some form of like accepted racism. Uh, in one direction, they might give some pushback. Personally, I don't give a fuck. I know every white guy has ever played basketball with black people has never given a fuck about it. It's just what it is. You go and talk shit. That's just part of the game. But the corporations got to act differently, yo. Because if, if Montrez Harrell said that about an Asian to Jeremy Lin and he said some Asian shit, oh, you know man. for a fact they'd be on it. Here's the thing. I agree. I mean, I agree. I just don't know what the fine would be. It's the NBA, man. It's like, I don't know. No, I don't, fine. I don't want him to be fine, but I do want there to be some sort of at least acknowledgement in some way. Just I just like pointing out when corporations I, are fraudulent. I was laughing at Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless said, Skip Bayless said I'm a swing on him. I'd have swung on him if he'd have called me a bitch ass white boy. <laughs> yeah, right. Skip. <laughs> you got your name. You got Skip in your name, bro. It ain't, no it ain't the white boy. I'm telling you, it's not that. the white boy, though. It's the bitch ass, man. Whenever you combine certain yeah. words and certain phrases, that's yeah. when it becomes derogatory. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I could call you a jackass. No problem. Let me call you a fat ass and you feel fat. Mm. 
You know what I'm saying? Let me call you a pussy ass and you really feel pussy. You know what? The call you a bitch pussy, ass and you feel like a bitch. It ain't the ass. It's the bitch and the pussy. And they get thrown around a lot on the court. But I've realized yeah. this is what it is. You can call someone bitch ass or pussy ass. You can't call them that. You have to call the thing they're complaining about. So, for example, if a guy calls foul and it wasn't foul, you'd be like, That's a pussy ass call. Yeah, that's a pussy Or cut that bitch ass shit out. You're not calling them a bitch. <laughs> You're just saying that the thing they're claiming in that moment is bitch ass. Is that fair to say? Yes, but it can still, I would still say, that's a bitch ass call. That's a bitch ass call. You don't call the person a bitch ass. Yeah, you can't, you can't even say cut that bitch ass shit out. Cause it's like, oh, you, oh, oh, you calling a bitch ass. Exactly. It's you know like, what I'm saying? Like, stop that say, bitch ass call. Stop cut that them bitch ass calls call. out. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 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 But yeah. So you start calling someone a bitch or a pussy. Uh, it just gets weird, man. He, ap- he apologized too, though. I mean, that's. Uh, I respected that. He went up to him. He knew all the cameras going to be, we're going to be on them. And. He went and manned up on it. I think that's cool. I, I wonder how Luke. I wonder how Luca felt about that though, because Luca, he's thing, Eastern European. He's not even a white care. American. Exactly. That's the thing. Like Eastern Europeans have been through such hard shit. They literally mm-hmm. grew up with their country at war their entire life. Cousins, uncles, parents, grandparents, all fucking dead because of it. You think he gives a flying fuck? What some millionaire says about him on a safe, secure basketball court? You can't get in their heads. Impossible. Nah. nah, I doubt it. Um, also, and what a fucking idiot. Um, Kentucky Fried Chicken. What happened? Uh, it's suspending its finger licking good slogan. Why? Um, well, Kentucky Fried Chicken's global chief market marketing officer. Because of Corona, said- son. He said in a statement, "We find ourselves in a unique situation, having an iconic slogan that doesn't quite fit in the current environment." Okay, now, let me say why I think this is stupid. If you're doing this because of coronavirus, Hmm. who the fuck fingers are you licking? Yeah, you can't lick your When you say finger looking good, aren't you talking about your own fucking finger? Have I been eating this chicken the wrong way this whole time? (laughs) (laughs) Am 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 I supposed to be licking other people's fingers? My whole life I've been licking my own fingers while I eat this delicious chicken, Charlemagne, when I should be licking the fingers of the person next to me. That's that's when you realize how good it is. Whoa. When you licked it, when you licked that shit off somebody else's fingers, you like, holy oh. shit, that you shit look is at the good. The dude next to you at KFC be like, yo, you gonna lick that? That's what I'm <laughs> saying. <laughs> like, like, why, why is that? Why is that a, a thing? Like KFC, why did you have to change the slogan? And then they came back out. And uh, said that it was all just a part of a marketing ploy. So we can still lick our fingers or we can't? Man, Should I start licking other I people's fingers? I, I, What's going on? I, th- it, this proves to me two things, right? Mm-hmm. One of two things. Bro, Either stop pointing when your say, fingers up like that, man. I'm getting hungry. When people, when people, <laughs> Don't when people you do say this something, again, bro. I swear <laughs> to God, Charlie. Charlie, you do this one more time, bro. I'm coming to lick with. <laughs> listen, listen, pussy ass fingers. Pussy, pussy ass fingers. That's some pussy ass. <laughs> pussy ass fingers. Listen, it proves me that when people say something stupid, when they backtrack, the backtrack is always dumb. 
the moonwalk on whatever it is that they get backlash for is always dumb, right? Mm -hmm. Because the moonwalk for this is, oh, it's just a marketing ploy. Here's the thing. It may just be a marketing ploy, which proves to me that sometimes these motherfucking companies do shit just to get talked about. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because KFC ain't had no heat heat since that Popeye's chicken sandwich, Popeye's was killing them. Still killing them right now. Popeye, that that chicken sandwich was so impactful. You ain't heard shit from KFC since. Bro. What has KFC done since? I don't know, man. What do they ever do? They just switch up the kernel every once in a while? They do? Yeah, they get a new kernel for the commercials every once in a while. Yeah, they do. Oh, they have a new actor play the colonel that's actually kind of famous. It was like Norm McDonald. Not all white people look alike. All colonels look quite similar, but not all white people. It's like Shamu at SeaWorld. You just get a new Shamu. No, it's been the same Shamu forever. No, it hasn't. Shamu has been switched out multiple times. Really? Yes. They just keep switching them out. You never saw that documentary, Blackfish? No. Pussy ass Blackfish. <laughs> Bitch ass Blackfish. <laughs> I never seen Blackfish. Yo, I heard about it, but I never watched fish, it. Bro. I don't like I don't like seeing animals in captivity, bro. Say again? I don't like seeing animals in captivity. I hate Why not? It. I it just feels sad. It feels cruel. Like I'm not gonna lie, I was in um where was I at? I was in Publix and ShopRite the other day. Mm-hmm. And they had they had all these lobsters in a tank. Uh-huh. And they had they fucking claws tied up and they had like something over where their mouths would be. No, I think mm-hmm. it was just their claws. Their claws were tied. And I was just like, yo, that's so fucking cruel. Mm. And you could tell like the lobsters were all like bunched up in one corner and like the tank wasn't big enough for all the lobsters that they had in there. And I just was like, man, that's whack, yo. Yeah. Like, that's how you got to spend your last days. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but what if they enjoy living that way? We don't know. There's no way. They're still human. There's no way you enjoy living like that out of the ocean on, with your claws Charlotte, tied up Charlotte, in a so fucking human. fish tank. Charlotte, you just said the lobsters are human. Well, the fuck, whatever. They're alive. I, <laughs> Charlotte, I was thinking about that the other day, though, about fish. I was watching this um, animal documentary and they're uh-huh. getting um, like they're getting attacked by sharks, seagulls and like some other animal, whatever. And I was thinking if fish get, like, traumatized just seeing, like, their friends and parents die up. and stuff like that. Nah, like how they don't remember. How human... Are you sure? Yeah, their memory's only three seconds. Who told you that? A fish expert, bro. <laughs> we don't know. Listen, <laughs> exactly, we don't know. A fish expert, We don't bro. know nothing, Yo, bro. Know. I'm telling you, man. Joe Rogan we texts don't know. me. Joe Rogan texts me the other day. He goes, bro, I'm listening to you and Charlotte talk about fossils and dinosaurs, bro. And he goes... Are you guys high out of your fucking minds on this podcast? <laughs> he, goes, he, goes, he, goes, he goes, seriously, please tell me you guys are high out of your fucking minds. On it's this called podcast. the Brilliant Idiots. Bro. All right. It's called so the Brilliant Idiots, Joe Rogan. I got to get it up. I got to get it up. And by the way, by the way, I don't even remember that conversation. What the fuck were we talking about? You wanted yeah. to know what a dinosaur penis looked like. Yo, he just texted me. He just texted me. Yeah, I'm listening to you and Charlie talk about dinosaur bones and aliens made me hurt my neck from shaking it like, no, we need to talk. Fossils are not bones. They're minerals that have replaced the bones over thousands of years. 
years. And then he keeps on going. And then he just quotes this one section where you apparently go, chickens, are they mammals? <laughs> and that's a real question and too. I go, and it was a question, that's Joe. A question. Don't shame me for asking a question. I asked a fucking question. No, I didn't make a no. statement. Wait for it. Wait for it. And I go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then Joe goes, no, they're fucking birds. That's well, I what said birds. that. What we got. To, I I eventually got to that. I said they're foul. <laughs> I said that. We eventually got to that. Listen, this is bro. the Brilliant Idiots podcast. We ask bro. fucking questions, bro. We ask questions and we talk about shit. We're not sitting here trying to be no experts. Yo, Charlamagne, I think we need to get to the bottom of this dinosaur shit because <laughs> I don't know if dinosaurs ever existed, bro. I'm not going to lie. You fucked me up with the fossil shit. I had no idea. I thought I, bones lasted all I these years. I thought bones bro. lasted all these years, too. <laughs> I had no why idea. Don't, why didn't they last, bro? Now, I, Listen, now I don't want to be in a casket. Just bury me. Just put me in the ground, bro. Yeah, because I, I got a better want, chance of sticking around that way. I, I want to get fossilized. Yes. I want motherfuckers <laughs> to find me in the future wrapped in minerals. All bro, right? he says- I want to be, be a fucking seaweed wrap. That's what the mum. What? Wrap me in minerals. Wrap me in minerals, bro. Turn, turn Charlemagne into Japanese food. This motherfucker, this motherfucker, gonna come back as a California roll. That's right. I want to come back as a goddamn California roll. I do. Fuck that. Fuck all that. I want to come back as a goddamn California roll. Wrap me in motherfucking seaweed. Okay, I, I want to come back with a nice cucumber fucking sushi roll. A nice goddamn tuna and scallion sushi roll. Yo, bro. we need right? to get to the bottom of this, bro, because how are you going to tell me dinosaurs existed if we don't have any of their bones left? We got shit that fell into where their bones are. How do we know if it was bones? No, but there not the real bones at the museums, like how they built the dinosaurs? Taylor, have you not nope. been paying attention the last nope. 10 minutes that we've been talking? Listen, There's that's no, why they, they're not having bones yeah. at all. That's, that's why... why that's why they don't let you touch the bones at the museum. Say what? Yes, I know it doesn't make sense. No, that's why because I went to, I'm sorry, because I went to a museum. Yeah. And they, so they lied to me then. What basically. did they say? They were saying that it was a real bone, real dinosaur They lied to you because you're a child. You're young and impressionable. <laughs> they lied to you because they don't want you to think Jesus was real. Now, now, listen, when I was in Anguilla, mm -hmm. which, you know, that's, that's my favorite island. Mm -hmm. there's, there's this cave you can explore. There we and go. they talk about this big ass rat. Go. It's like the world's largest rat. And they took the skeletal structure of the rat. And I think it's in the Smithsonian or some fucking where. I don't remember ex exactly where it is now, but they took it from Anguilla and put it there. So I just assume that's what dinosaur bones were. I don't know what's going on right Wait, you said that I don't know what's going on right now. Charlotte, I don't know what's going on. Look at his face. Okay, 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 okay. Hold on, listen, 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 listen. It says, listen, listen. It says the most common process of fossilization happens when an animal is buried by sediment, such as sand or silt shortly after it dies. So you're telling me that every fucking dinosaur that died tucked themselves was buried by sediment? Come on, yo. Come on, yo. As his body decomposes, all the fleshy parts wear away and only the hard parts like bones 
teeth and horns are left behind. Okay, so then there are bones left yeah, behind. But if we don't have no bones, then there's no fucking dinosaurs. There might not be any dinosaurs, bro. We might are, be mistaking those bones for other shit. Joe said there are bones to say, like, there's no bones at all. That's what he said? The, no, the minerals have replaced the space where the bones were. So they essentially look like bones, but they're not the bones. But to me, there could be a lot of different things. That, I always thought, like, what are they really no, dinosaur was, I, bones or <laughs> was it something else? That's it. <laughs> and they just built it. might not be any dinosaurs, bro. There really might not be any dinosaurs, bro. No, 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 no. Dinosaurs existed. I, I, no, 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 no. I, 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 saw, I saw a pterodactyl in the early 80s. What? So, <laughs> you saw what? <laughs> I, saw a ter- I saw a pterodactyl in the early 80s. You did? Where? Did. So you listen, saw a pterodactyl any, in the listen, early listen, 80s? Any, anybody Wait, that's hold on, from... Hold on. Where, where'd you see this pterodactyl, bro? I'm going to tell you, anybody that's from South Carolina, um, you remember one time, Live 5 News. Right. Live 5 News. Yeah. They had a video of this fucking pterodactyl flying in the goddamn sky. I'm looking this up. Go on. Um, I don't know if the pterodactyl was sick or, or what, but somehow or another, this pterodactyl came down to the ground. And you could tell like it either was sick or something happened because it was like, on the ground, like, like in pain. Right. So it was like fucked up. And they told us live five news reported it. And whoever the powers that be were at the time said that it was a, 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 a robot or some type of mechanical kite or some wild shit. But there was a time in South Carolina between South Carolina and North Carolina. People used to see pterodactyls all the fucking time. Google is your friend. How, how you spell pterodactyl, Charlotte? P. Ooh. Um, P. Ooh, you killed him. Hold on, hold on. P T E R O dactyl. P T E R. I know it starts P T E R O. Oh, he's right. I hate silent what? letters. What's the fucking point? You're not even saying pterodactyl. Wait, you hate silent letters? Why? Because there's no point in them. If they're silent. Why even add them in the fucking? Hey, yo, yo, yo. Speaking of silent, yo. Speaking of silent, yo. <laughs> yo. Taylor. <laughs> like, oh, yo, I'm not Speaking of silent, like, right, according to YouTube, they really need you to be quiet on that. <laughs> <laughs> right. He asked me a question. Saying. Yo, I don't think he I meant to, yo. I don't think I did ask you that question. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just shared that I don't remember a question being asked, yo. No, I'm serious. I remember in the early 80s seeing this pterodactyl. And when I think about it now, I'm like, there's no way that could have been some type of fucking mechanical kite or whatever the fuck they said it was. But back in the day in North Carolina and South Carolina, people used to see pterodactyls all the time. And I remember being a kid. I was about five or six. So this had to be like, let me see, 82, 83. They showed... One of these shit on Live 5 News in Charleston, South Carolina, and they told us that it was a fucking mechanical kite or some type of robot or some shit like that. i never P- forget it. Pterosaur sightings in South Carolina. Same thing. Wow. Same thing. That's all I'm saying. I be- Inter- now, that being said, the first plane was developed by the Wright brothers in North Carolina, was it not? True indeed. So maybe these could be Early versions of the first plane. This was the 80s. I saw, so I'm, I'm telling you, I saw it. 
Oh. It was on the news. It was on Live 5 News. Mm. This was the 80s. And I remember telling my mom or whoever was in the house, like, yo, look what's on TV. It's a dinosaur. <laughs> and they didn't eat anybody? Wow. What? What? Wow. What? You know, all dinosaurs weren't carnivores, though. Most dinosaurs, a lot of dinosaurs were vegan, Taylor. I've never been yeah, around yeah, yeah. a dinosaur. I don't know. You said what? I've never been around a dinosaur. I don't know. Oh, a raptor would have loved you. And I ain't talking about Serge Ibaka neither. A raptor would have fucking tore through that little meaty flesh. (laughs) 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 Raptor was a carnivore for her. You you seen Jurassic Park. Mm -hmm. Raptors will fuck you up. Anyway. Uh, What else we got for for what a fucking idiot? I think we hit hit that. Oh, no, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't talk about fucking. We finally found out what happened with Tory Lanez and Meg Thee Stallion. Oh, shit. You want you want to pay some bills and come back and do a deep dive on it? Yeah, but uh, oh, I didn't know we found out. Yeah, oh, she said it. I got to piss. All right, we're gonna pay some bills. All right. all right, guys, we're gonna take a break for a second. Pay some bills. Look, um, if you have a business, okay, an existing business, you are starting a new business. Uh, it is not legitimate without a website. I've said this before. I will say it again. You need that website. Website is more important than a storefront. There are tons of businesses that exist without a storefront. Legitimate billion dollar businesses that exist without a storefront. You know what? They do have a fucking website. So make sure you get your website. You want to start that right now. You go to Squarespace. Okay. Squarespace.com slash idiot. Use the promo code idiot. Okay. You're going to get your website, your domain, whatever you need to do. You will build it there. It is the easiest place to build a website. I cannot tell you. It is so easy. I can even build the website. That's how functional it is. All right. You can do everything you want there. You can build your website. They have 24 hour, uh, seven day a week, uh, customer support. It's award winning. It's amazing. They can help you with everything they need. They already have the templates and everything built. Okay. This is click post play. The easiest way to build a website. And when you're ready to make it live, you use our promo code idiot. You're going to get 10% off your purchase website or domain. Go to squarespace.com. Okay. New beginnings, new reality, new website. Get with it. Let's get back to the show. Charlemagne. Um, yeah, we're back. Uh, yeah, the Megan Thee Stallion situation, the Tory Lane situation. I mean, according to Megan Thee Stallion, I'm 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 still gonna say, um, allegedly, only because that's the the the, the proper thing to do when you're in media. Uh, even though this is a eyewitness account, because Meg would know better than any of us who did what. But uh, yeah, Megan Thee Stallion said that Tory Lane shot her, bro. Why though? I mean, I don't think there is a reason. I mean, I, I no well, reason I think, justifies it. How about that? Yeah. No reason justifies it. I just need to know how absolutely fucking insane Tory Lanez is that he would just shoot somebody. Well, I think um, from what Megan was saying, I think I think Megan got pushed by social media. I think that um. I think that, and I don't know if this is true. This is all, I'm just going off Megan's account. Megan said that, you know, um, people in Tory Lane's camp were, I guess, hitting up different publications and putting different narratives out there and different stories. And um, well, the re- if, if that's true, the reason I thought that was crazy is because there's really nothing you could say that would justify it. You I'm not, I'm I'm not saying it's justified. It's not justified at all. But what it does. Uh, you just, you just want to know. 
Of course. That's all. That's the we're, most... we're, we're, we're nosy people. We want the whole story. That's all. I, I, get, it's, I think people get upset when people say that. Like, I want the other side. They don't want the other side because no, no, no. they want to defend Tory. They don't want the other side because they're looking for some type of justification. We just want the other side to fill in the blanks. It's just like when I hear, when I hear that somebody died, I need to know how they died immediately, especially when they're relatively young. Because the way my anxiety is set up, if somebody tells me, oh, such and such had a heart attack, I'm like, what? He's 40 years old and he had a heart attack? But when I hear, yeah, but he was doing drugs, I'm like, ew. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's just a, a sigh of relief. Clearly, something's wrong with Tori. Yes, mm -hmm. something's wrong with him. And I think that Clearly. we can tell how deeply fucked up he is when we find out what he deems shoot-worthy, right? Because right now... You have this situation where he opened fire on a woman. Now, there's no... Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly opened fire on a woman. There's no justification for this shit. But I want to know what in his crazy-ass mind he thinks justifies it. Because then I there might be other people like him out there that also believe that that is justification to shoot. I, I need think, to know um, for my safety. I think a lot of it is just fragile ego. bro. You think... That's really were they hooking up? Has anybody confirmed that? I have no, no idea. No, they didn't confirm it, but that's what everyone's assuming. Um, I just think it's fragile ego. I think that, you know, a lot of guys are just insecure. They got low self-esteem. And it's, it's that's 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 what that's what women call when people talk about toxicness, toxic masculinity, that's what that is. When that ego, you know, that wounded ego, you know, gets touched, it's very vulnerable. You know what I mean? And you couple that with and I'm just, I'm just spitballing. I don't know anything. I'm just, this is me. I'm just saying you couple that with alcohol, you know what I'm saying? Maybe some drugs, you know what I'm saying? Who knows? That's what creates those volatile mixes that lead people to do those type of things. Mm. That's it. You know what I mean? That's all. And, it, and, it, and, that, and that's not a justification at all. It's just like, you want to know all the details so you can figure out how to prevent things like this from happening in the future. I have a question. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do we tell? What do we? What do we tell young men? You know what I'm saying? So they avoid situations like this. You know, do young men need to be? That's why. I, that's why I stress therapy so much. You know what I mean? That's why I stress healing so much. You know, get to that place where you're operating from from your from your soul and not your ego, bro. Yeah. That, listen, by the way, there's nothing wrong with ego. It just can't be a wounded ego. It can't be a hurt ego. Mm. It has to be a it has to be a beautiful ego. I saw this thing today, man. I'm actually going to post this later. I thought this was very, very powerful. My, my homegirl, Debbie Brown, posted it. It said, ego versus soul. Right? Right. It says, ego seeks to serve itself. Soul seeks to serve others. Ego seeks outward recognition. Soul seeks inner authenticity. Ego sees life as a competition. Soul sees life as a gift. Ego seeks to preserve self. Soul seeks to preserve others. Ego looks outward. Soul looks inward. Ego feels lack. Soul feels abundance. Ego is mortal. Soul is eternal. Ego is drawn to lust. Soul is drawn to love. Ego seeks wisdom. Soul is wisdom. Ego enjoys the prize. Soul enjoys the journey. Ego is cause the pain. Soul is cause of healing. And I think that's the question that we all need to ask ourselves. Are we leading with ego? Are we leading with our soul? I have a question, though. Do you think that there's anything Tori could say, like, to... Rectify the situation? Yeah, like, yeah. It's crazy how Taylor don't know what justification means. So when we say no justification, she doesn't understand it. 
Because there's, there's no rectifying. It's not necessarily, I don't mean necessarily rectifying, but like how there's they. Nothing to, the only thing Tori should be worried about is himself. And what I mean by that is. Get your career because whatever what the energy you put out by doing that, mm. you got to deal with all the con- allegedly you got to deal with all the consequences of that action. You know what I'm saying? If you if you put your hands on her, if you shot her, <clears throat> you end up going to jail. Whatever that's on you. If you lose your career, whatever that's on you. So all of that all of that is out the window. You got to deal with that. You got to deal with the karmic consequences of that. <clears throat> the only rectification Tory should be seeking is rectification of himself. Mm. Turning that wounded, hurt ego into a healed, beautiful soul. And that's going to take a lot of time. And that's going to take a lot of therapy. What are your thoughts on the fact that she didn't speak out about this at first and now she's speaking out now, like after the fact? No, I know that. But I mean, like some say that this hurts her case if she tries to find justice, that she speaks out about it. Does it hurt her case that she what now, Alex? That if she like, tries to find justice, yeah, like saying it publicly and speaking on the case publicly, it may hurt her case if this actually goes to trial. I mean, this is what I expected from day one. What she did last week. I mean, it's commendable that they lasted a month or however long it lasted. Because remember, I was saying that I was like, in this era, with 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 them being that young, I'm shocked that we didn't find out what happened within 30 minutes of that whole situation. But you know, one thing that Megan said, people aren't even looking at all the different layers of trauma that Megan has been through. You're talking about a, a young woman who lost her father at a young age, lost her mother, who was her manager, lost her grandmother. And now she's just been thrust into this, this level of, of, of stardom. And we all know how fake and phony this fucking industry is. You know what I mean? Like who is around her that's, protecting her bones who's fossilizing her you know what i'm saying like who's 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 keeping her upright who's keeping her sturdy who's keeping her mental health together she probably hasn't even had a chance to grieve and then when when you listen to her talk and she talks about the different layers of trauma she had to deal with like think about that right and that's what i wanted every mainstream publication to do when you talk about this story and i haven't heard this part talk about the fact that that black woman was afraid to call the police Talk about the fact that that black woman who had just been victimized was afraid to call the police because she felt like being that they had guns in the car and it was a shooting, they could possibly be victimized again. Yeah. That shows you how broken people are, right? If Allegedly, if Tory did what he did. But that also shows you how broken our system is. Because it's like, who the fuck did she call for help then? Ghostbusters? Like what the like? What do you do in that situation? So for me, it's just like looking at all them different levels of trauma that she went through in that night was wild. And then the fact that she felt like she was gonna be victimized by the police. Then when she goes to the hospital, she says she didn't want to get this brother in trouble. Think about that. She knows how hard it is for us as black people to achieve any type of level of success. So even if somebody does something that would potentially throw all that he's worked for out of the window, she still. Is protecting that boy. That's why you black women is man. Something else. Something special. That's all I'm saying. They deserve white men, bro. Man, shut the <laughs> shut fuck up. They deserve fuck white you. men, bro. Oh, they deserve <laughs> white men. They're gonna treat them right, bro. They deserve good white men. They're gonna treat these beautiful black queens the way they're supposed to, bro. I mean it. We are here for you, black women. Hey, black women, we are here for you. 
Okay. I mean, who knows how to ride a stallion better than a white man? You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm just saying. Who knows how to ride a stallion better than a white man? You saying a stallion needs a cowboy? That's all I'm saying, bro. Did you just call me boy? Did you just call me boy? Man, that is so fucking stupid. Yo, let's man, bring it together, man. Hey, listen, man. We got man. you, Meg. Hey, hey, hold one second. Hold on a second. Man, there's nothing better than comedic timing, bro. Hey, bro. <laughs> hey, bro. That, shit is, that shit is magic. Hey, that, that shit is magic. See, when you get to a certain age, I'm old, right? So I don't just laugh at the joke. It has to be very well executed. <laughs> it has to be right on time, man. Listen. Yeah. And it made me also triple double laugh because I got a homegirl right now who's in that phase of her life. She's she's dating white guys. She wants she wants a white man so bad. Hey, bro, we're here. We're here, bro. She, we're she here, wants a bro. White man. But she, what I think people don't realize, I think that people act like white folks don't have trauma. White folks have trauma too. Nah, you know not really, not much. <laughs> I mean, you 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 you're a Manhattan uh, white guy. I'm telling you, Manhattan white people are different, man. New York white is white is different. New York white is different than Alabama white, than Kentucky white, than South Carolina white. Like, it's different. Man. Why, why, why? Um, Poverty. Oh, yeah. No, I grew I up think rough, so. bro. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I did grow up rough, bro. <laughs> no, I did, man. Sometimes at my beach house, bro, I'd have to walk on these little cobblestone streets and the stones would get all up in my feet. My skin would be so sensitive. And my dad and I would call it the Uchi Ouchies. But like, we're going to walk on the Uchi Ouchies <laughs> all the way up to the beach. Can't do that. And then sometimes there wouldn't be any space. I'm sorry. I'm sorry beach. that you had to go through. I'm sorry that you had to go through such pain, Andrew. Yeah, bro. And sometimes when my dad would play catch with me, because he did that a lot, uh, he would he would throw the ball really hard. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, 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 and he would throw the ball really hard. Sometimes that should hurt my my hand and my brand new Spalding mitt. You know? Did, you, did your dad beat you? Say what? Did your dad hit you? No, nah, no. Nah, my parents were like very, very relaxed. Maybe too laissez-faire with me. Yeah, they they did not. I mean, it's a it's a balance, right? Like you don't yeah. know how how strict to be. That's true. I, I, every I don't believe I don't believe in no physical discipline though. Yeah, yeah, that shit don't work. All that shit does is make you resent resent any, anybody that hits you. You will grow to resent them. There's no such thing as beating somebody out of love. Hmm. I don't think so. There's no such oh. thing as beating somebody out of love. No, there's no such thing. You when you sit back and you think about the beatings, at least me, when I think about the beatings I got from my parents, mm-hmm. especially my father, I, I, I have resentment. Mm. I it do. It depends what type of beating, though. Like, what did he beat you with? Uh, an extension cord. Yeah, make you take was a it bath. justified? Did you do something that justified the beating? No. <laughs> what if he stole a car or something like that and then he just hit you with an extension cord? That's not that bad. Let me go to jail. Call the police on me. <laughs> Didn't he let you go to jail once? Have you ever... Wait, hold on, I have a question. He definitely though. let me sit in jail a couple times. Show me, have you ever tried your dad, though? Like, as yeah. in, like, you could fight him or you could... Um, Hell no. You never did? Because I know... You think you could wait. take him? You think you could take your pops? Now? Yeah. But not back then. Hell. And then, but, but, you know, that's that's the sign of, a, of good discipline, right? The sign of good discipline is, like, I don't play with my parents, but it's a respect and honor thing. Like, I don't, I don't curse in front of my mom. 
I might curse in front of my dad nowadays, you know what I mean? But it's still a respect thing. But I just don't think you have to beat that respect thing to, into somebody. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no. Uh, I mean, that's how I was raised. So I, that's, that's how I'm going to raise my kids. But there is a certain point in time where, like, when they're like really young and they don't understand words and stuff, like, how do you communicate right and wrong when they don't understand words yet? Like, can you do it with tone? Do you do it with like volume? I think it's tone. I think it's volume. I think it's stopping them from doing things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like if they're doing something they don't have no business doing, stop them from doing it. Mm. I think there's nothing wrong with explaining it in your adult way to them, even though they're kids. Cause even though they may not be able to communicate verbally, I still feel like it's some type of energy that resonates from you to them. You know what I mean? That's why mm. if I, like my daughter's one, if I raise my voice at her sometimes, she'll she, know it. She'll, she'll jump, you know what I mean? And she'll yeah. run, she'll run her mom and sometimes cry because just the vibration of my voice, that tone scare her, you know? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, I think it's a lot of different ways to communicate with your, your child and discipline your child without having to put hands on them. Mm. I think that's so primitive. I think that's garbage. I think it's whack. Mm. And I think they really do just grow to resent you. Yeah. I truly believe that. Like, I, and, and it's certain things that you accept in certain households and you say, oh, it's it's cultural and this and that. That don't mean it's not abuse. Yeah. But you got all daughters. Like, what if you had like a 16-year-old kid who's acting like a punk and trying you? You don't want to like That's what I'm saying. Like, but not. <sighs> you get a taser, put it on low. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's all. You get, a, you get a taser, put it on low. Or you put I'm... the gloves on them and say, let's go in the ring. Let's. I like that. I like that. I'm not talking about how you got beaten, though. Like, I'm not talking about the extension cord. Just like maybe a slap on the hand or a spanking. You think that's still bad? I don't like none of that. And the reason I don't like none of that, because it really shows how stupid adults are, right? Like, Mm -hmm. yo, you can't really punish somebody for what they don't know. And it's crazy to me how we get older and realize that with adults, right? And we accept that from adults. I can't really be mad at this person for what they don't know. Right. But you're mad at a one-year-old? Right. For what they don't know. You're mad at a two-year-old for what they don't know. They're kids. I'm not like, so I just, I just think it's a different way to discipline them and let them know that they're doing something wrong as opposed to the, the popping them. I don't like that. I, I, I personally don't like it. My cousin, she has two uh, kids and she doesn't, she just raised her voice and will take like the game away or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. Or put them in, they hate being put in timeout and that kills them the more, more than probably hitting. Ah, that's the best punishment. Like taking away the things that give them joy. Yeah. Ah, okay, that works. Yeah, maybe my twelve-year-old is she's a beast, you know, because she really is. She's not. She's not. She's not like a laptop phone person. You know what I mean? It's like she really does enjoy reading. Yeah. And so, like a couple weeks ago, my wife took away her laptop and her 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 phone because she was and it did nothing. Mouthing off, and she was like. I'm going to read a book anyway. Yeah. You know, what's <laughs> funny is um, when we were younger, if you watched like Def Comedy Jam, Kings of Comedy, like it was a common joke from black comics about white families, about how absurd our disciplinary tactics were. Time out. You're, gr- you're grounded. Oh, you're grounded. Out. Time out. Yeah. And like the white guy voice and that kind of shit. So it is really interesting to see you talking about like hitting your kids is so primitive. How could we ever do that? I mean, we have to find different ways. I never liked it. I never, I didn't, I, I, I know it, it never did anything for me. Like it, it doesn't put it like this. Getting, getting beatens doesn't make you change 
your behavior. It just makes you focus on not getting caught for whatever it is that you're doing. Ah. Because you're not you're not telling me why what I'm doing is wrong. Yeah. You're just expressing to me that you're mad about what I'm doing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now, that's why I guess when you when you get those beatings where you getting talked to, mm-hmm. but I do remember getting beat with that extension cord and my father was talking to me saying, trying to burn my goddamn house down because I had the lighter and I was flicking it in my in the single wide trailer on the carpet, I would flick it. Little flame would come. I put it out, flick it. Little flame would come. My mama saw me. Mom was like, wait till your dad get home. So when he was beating me, I knew in that moment, okay, I shouldn't be trying to set the house on fire. Right. But all them other times, it's just like, you know, go pick a switch. You know, talking back to your mama, talking back to your aunt, talking back to your grandma. Well, if I think about it, they deserve to get talked back to. Why? What'd they say? I don't remember, but I'm sure I had a perfectly good reason for getting snarky. <laughs> So, so it just depends on what it is too, though. Then, because I didn't get beat what? for that. I think you're putting it more so on your your own personal, like why you got why you got beaten. Well, you're, that's okay, not, you're okay with beating kids? It seems like you're trying to. I'm just saying, and I'm not talking about like a young how you guys are putting it. Yeah. I'm not talking about like a two year old or nothing like that. Yeah, I'm talking about like maybe. Ten, when the last time you got a beating? I didn't get a lot of beatings, so. But are you gonna hook off on your kids? Like, if you, no, I'm not gonna get a switch or nothing like that. I'm definitely there. It's gonna be like my mom when I got in trouble. She would just give me a stare or just say Taylor Marie. Like I already knew I was in in rap. trouble. Like, yeah. And she would yell at me, but I never. She never really beat me. But do you think if your kid was mouthing off to you that you'd hook off on their face? No. Not at all. No. Nah. Nah. I, I, nah, I, I'm not gonna don't, fight my child. I don't like physical <laughs> discipline. I think it's whack. I think it's primitive. I no, it's just so many other ways to communicate with your children, mm-hmm. and I really do think they grow to resent you. And plus, you don't want your kids to fear you. Yeah, that's true. You want your kids to respect you. Yeah, but when I when I when I talk bit. to my daughter and and I'm stern with her, one thing that I stress to her is, I'm telling you what's good for you. Mm. I'm not telling you this because it's a it's an ego trip or I'm your daddy and I just want you to listen. I let you make your own decisions even at 12 because I trust your instinct. I trust your intuition. But what I'm telling you in this moment is something that you should be doing because it's good for you. Mm. That's all. It's going to make whatever you're doing easier. Don't make your life hard. Mm. That's all. Now, did you see? Um, let's let's get into some shit you won't care about. Uh, Can we pay a bill real quick? Week. Sure. Let's pay a little bill. You pay that. All right. Let's take a break. Pay some bills. Uh, salute to HelloFresh. HelloFresh offers fresh, high-quality ingredients every week for a super flavorful experience, okay? Over 90% of ingredients are sourced directly from growers to ensure that the freshest recipes are delivered to your door. With HelloFresh, you can save time and stress effortlessly with contactless delivery to your doorstep for easy home cooking with the family, okay? HelloFresh cuts out stressful meal planning and grocery store trips so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes or even 20 minutes with their quick recipe options, okay? Hello, Fresh's pre-portioned ingredients mean there's less prep for you and less food waste. The packaging HelloFresh uses to ship your food is almost entirely made from recyclable and are already recycled content. 
Plus, HelloFresh is flexible enough to fit your lifestyle. Easily change your delivery days or food preferences and skip a week whenever you're needed. Keep your fridge stocked by adding extra proteins and sides. HelloFresh is committed to making fresh, delicious food available now, now more than ever, and it's taken extra steps to keep its employees and customers safe. They've even donated over 2.5 billion meals to charity in 2019. And this year, HelloFresh is stepping up their food donations amid the coronavirus crisis okay uh taylor you should get hello fresh because i know you don't cook for your man and okay. y'all been locked up in quarantine for a long time and, and when is the last time he's had a home cooked meal other day actually and i use hello fresh too you did he liked hello what fresh you, what did you use taylor um they have this like it's like peppers and you make it with um i'm not gonna lie to you i forget i just with peppers but he liked it. A lot. <laughs> he liked it a lot, though. I forgot what it was called, though. What was the point of lying? It's not Taylor. <laughs> anyway, go to HelloFresh.com/idiots80 uh, and use code Idiots80 to get a total of eighty dollars off, including free shipping on your first box. That's HelloFresh.com/idiots80 and use code Idiots80 for a total of eighty dollars off with free shipping on your first box from HelloFresh. Additional restrictions apply. Please visit HelloFresh.com for more details. Now back to the show. Okay, uh, things you won't care about next week. Um, yes, Taylor. Taylor, what you were saying? The little dust up. What was it? Um. So the other day, Waka commented on um some Atlanta rapper that wanted to say um. Megan six foot, Tori's five two. We don't know what the hell happened in that car. Y'all know females be tripping and shit. All these cap ass rappers picking aside like little bitches and shit. Whatever. So Waka put one hundred, like he almost like he agreed with what the rapper was saying. Mm. So um, Megan was like, he didn't make it past the ninth grade. I expect nothing less out of his mouth. Whatever, right? To Waka. No, well, she claimed it was towards um, the rapper that said it, whatever. Right. And Waka got all this backlash and stuff like that. And um, Waka's wife spoke out against Megan saying, like, you know, he's been supporting you, blah, blah, blah. blah. Like, um, he's, he made a dumb mistake. He was talking about... I guess what the rapper had on in the shirt, whatever. Okay. I got five words for you. Yeah. Slow fuck king news day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is Waka Flocka's clothing line. So Waka Flocka, if you notice Waka Flocka, whenever he sees somebody wearing, you know, his clothing line, he comments 100. I see it all the time. I don't, I, I totally believe Waka. Waka was not, Co-signing what the dude said about tall women be tripping. Yo, short men. I really feel good that I didn't realize I was short till I was old. Smart. <laughs> yeah, it's valuable. I didn't. I didn't even know I was short till I got around tall people. And yeah. and by the way, when I'm around tall people, I never felt short. Yeah. Like that's gotta feel fucked up to feel short. I, I've never felt short. No one's ever my, called you short when you was young. No, my height don't fight. And I guess growing up in school, a lot of us were the same height. And the guys that weren't the same height weren't supposed to be. They were like the basketball players. It wasn't like it was just some tall for no reason motherfuckers walking around. Mm. Majority of people that were tall at Berkeley High School in Monk's Corner were on the basketball team. So to me, they were just the anomalies. Everybody else was like my height. But even now, I don't walk in the room and be like, I'm the shortest person in here. Like, You know how insecure you got to be as a man? to be like, yo, tall women be tripping. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> 
That makes no sense. It makes no sense. Like, you're that afraid of tall fucking women that you got to shoot at them? Like, yeah. the fuck are you saying? I, yeah. I, know, I, I never understood it. I don't, I think it's corny. I think it's whack. I just, that's lame. Is there any what question, uh, like, on whose who's side you should be? I mean, it's pretty obvious what's going on here. Like, one person got shot. The other person did the shooting. I think we know who the good guy and the bad guy is here. Why does this seem like there's a debate? Because there are human beings on this planet who allegedly, like to make allegedly, excuses allegedly. for allegedly, yeah. but there are human beings on this planet who I thought you were saying it was allegedly about humans being on this planet. I was like, shit, is this chickens then? <laughs> <laughs> but but no, there's human beings on this planet who like to make excuses for fuck shit because they're still doing a bunch of fuck shit. That's all it is. So, so when you're still doing a lot of fuck shit like that, when you're the type of guy that probably would hit a woman, when you're the type of guy that probably would pull a gun on a woman, when you're the type of guy who feels like anybody can get it, you try me, I'm going to fucking slap the shit at you. If you're that type of person, you'll probably make excuses for what the fuck Tory Lanez did. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's all. You'll, you'll try to find some type of justification. What so, do you think happens with Tory next? You think it's a wrap for him? Um, yeah, it depends what you call rap though, right? Like, I think that you can always have an audience, meaning like, meaning like, it's not like streaming platforms will ever block his music. So I think that he'll always be able to put out music. But I mean, as far as, um, any corporate deals or endorsement deals or record deals, I think that's probably pretty much over, mm. you know, un 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 unless he... If, if he if he's if he did what he's accused of doing, that's why I said earlier, the only thing that matters is him getting his soul right. Mm. He has to he has to atone for his sins. He has to show that he's really trying to get to a place of healing. You know mm. what I mean? Like he really has to dig deep and do some in, internal work. Simple as that. Like nobody's nobody's a nobody's past the point of redemption. You know what I mean? That's why I said I said on Twitter the other day, and this is something that I stand by. I said, yo, man, you humans. I'm going to read it verbatim. Well, I want to read it verbatim. I don't want to. This could be a tweetable moment. Uh-oh. Uh, you humans better start giving other humans the grace you want God to give you. Ooh. It's really just that simple. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we really have to start giving human beings grace. Do we all have to deal with the consequences of our actions? Absolutely. Are we the judge, the jury, the executioner? Are we God? No. Hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that's something that people need to get back to. Only God can judge you ultimately, which is also kind of a farce because people will judge the fuck out of you. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> all right? Yes. But your, your, your ultimate, I guess, end-all, be-all is up to how you serve the God in you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got to submit your will to the God in you, not the devil in you. And I think this is one of those opportunities for Tory. If he's accused of doing what it is that he's doing, this is an opportunity for him to deal with those demons, man. Because, yo, that thing called karma, boy, it will catch up to you. Mm. And, 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 and trauma, if you don't deal with your trauma, ooh, your trauma will deal with you. Mm. And this is one of those cases where if Tory is accused of doing what he's allegedly accused of doing, his trauma caught up with him. Simple as that. Uh, shit you won't care about next week. Did you see Donald Trump Jr. at the Republican National Convention? Nah, I saw his wifey, though. That was a cringe fest. <laughs> they both. They went for it. What did Don Jr. do, though? Well, here's the thing. Cocaine was trending on social media. Man, because people were saying, 
that you know, here, bro. Donald Trump Jr. looked like he was high off cocaine. Uh, they said his wife seemed like she was high off cocaine. His wife was, or uh, his girlfriend was definitely yelling for no goddamn reason. She was acting as if there was a crowd. Like, she was performing <laughs> as if the crowd was there and there was nobody there, bro. I yeah, mean, she, she was wilding. Yeah, she was really going for it. Yeah. Yeah, he, she, he, she, was, she was yelling. Um, here's the thing about the cocaine thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like we lost a good moment in his speech because of the cocaine allegations, because of saying, because everybody wants to reach for the low hanging fruit and say it looked like he was high off cocaine. Donald Trump Jr. said in his speech verbatim, racism needs to end and police officers who abuse their power should be held accountable. Whoa. He said this on the same night that we watched the brother get shot in the back seven times in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. If I'm if I'm if I'm Demo- if I'm a Democrat, I'm Biden Harris. I take that clip of Don Trump Jr. saying that. I put it in a commercial, and I say, "It's your father who's preventing that from happening by not uh, agreeing to sign whatever bill, or you know, it's it's the Republican led that won't vote on the bill that we propose. I can't remember the name of the bill right now, but it's a bill that has all of this stuff in there about you know the the it's a police reform bill, basically. You know what I'm saying? I can't remember what's the name. It's the George Floyd. I think it's the George Floyd Policing Act or whatever it's called. But I would have took that clip, put it in a commercial, and said, Republicans are the one holding this up. Hmm. Like, they should have used that. But everybody jumped on, oh, he's high on cocaine. He's high on cocaine. He's high on cocaine. That's, eh. Fuck what you, fuck your hype, hype. Your skepticism, whatever. Mm-hmm. Fuck, it's not like a dinosaur. Fuck your hypotheticals. You know what I'm saying? Let's deal with the reality of what he said. Why not take that and use that mm. to have a broader conversation? You know what I'm saying? Because right. he was he was speaking to the audience that needed to hear that the most. If a Democrat says that, that's an echo chamber, right? Right. Don Trump Jr. says that at the RNC convention. That that's that means something. I just think I think a moment was lost hmm. with everybody focusing on the uh the cocaine the cocaine. Do you think the Democrats might be afraid of using it because they could be promoting the fact that conservatives, especially like the Trump family, wants to stop racism and wants to stop police brutality? Some things should 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 be nonpartisan. Right? I think that's what this shows, right? Like that's a that's an issue that's nonpartisan. Both sides yes. want to stop that. Yeah. Both sides should be on agreement with that. Yes. There, there, if if you're telling me you can't agree with what Donald Trump Jr. said because of his political party, then you really not about none of that shit that you be kicking. You right. really don't give a fuck about the people. You really don't give a fuck about, you know, what you what you what you what you want your idea of America to be. If you're out here screaming, Peace, freedom, liberty, justice for all, equality. Whether you think Donald Trump Jr. was talking out both sides of his mouth, whether you be, whether you think he believes what he said, it don't fucking matter. He said it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that should be the focus. Don Trump Jr. even said racism should end and police who abuse their power need to be held accountable. That's a great talking point that motherfuckers could have been talking about all week on both sides. Instead, they rather focus on the fact he may or may not have been on cocaine. And by the way. It's not a political convention if people aren't on cocaine. We've seen Bullworth. 
You think the DNC ain't sniffing? You think that? Come on, man. They're politicians. Yeah. That's a part of the fuck. Yes, they, what's wrong with that? Yeah. I, there was a point in my life where I thought that was a prerequisite to be a politician. Be a politician. Yeah. I didn't know. I thought cocaine and politicians went hand in hand. Are you at all concerned about, um, and I have to verify this, but from what I read, that uh, apparently the RNC, the opening day, got six times more viewership than the DNC's? I thought it was less. I read that it was less. Oh. I'll yeah, verify. I read that the, yeah, I read that it was six million more viewers less. I, I, I'll verify. Let me ask. Yeah, I read but it. But would that months. concern you? Um, nah. Because RNC is just way more entertaining. I said it drew 17 million. What? Uh, viewers, the RNC. And what did the Democrats do? So the RNC got six times more viewers than the DNC. Right. So, so the DNC only got six million viewers? Or less than that, three million, right? So 18 divided by six is three. So let's just say, regardless, right? Is that a, is that a thing of concern? Because if I was DNC, right? Like, obviously the media's, or most of the media's in your pocket. So they're pushing these agendas that they're saying, hey, Biden's going to win. Wait, whoa, wait, whoa. Where, y'all, where, y'all, where y'all getting this from? Because I know I, every headline, I'm reading it right now, every headline. Joe cold. Biden tops Donald Trump in TV viewership for first night of convention. New York Times, GOP TV ratings fall below Democrats despite Fox News' big night. The Hill, first night of GOP convention delivers nearly six times more views. Okay, that's what y'all got it from, The Hill. Yeah. Then start of Democrats' event on, oh, it's on a particular thing on C-SPAN's live stream. New York Post screen. has it, too. And New York Post, I think, also has it. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, it was, the li- it, was that, it was the live stream. C-SPAN's live stream of the first night of the Republican National Convention what the fuck is that? Oh, yeah. GOP's live stream had six times more views. Right. So that's what people were doing. They were live streaming it. I, does that concern? Does that concern you at all? Because it seems as if like, hey, Biden is going to coast to victory. Everything's going well. But could it be another Hillary type situation where the media is portraying this one idea of how the election is going to go? But deep down, there's still tons of Trump support out there. I'm not focusing on none of that. I'm not focusing on I'll t- polls. I'll, I'll tell you why I asked, just real quick to follow mm-hmm. up. I was doing shows at the Stress Factory in New Jersey this last weekend, right? They're outdoor shows in a tent, amazing club. Their setup is COVID-friendly. It's great. Y'all should check it out. But I remember asking the crowd, I was like, you know, who's voting for Trump? You know what I mean? Who's voting for, or who supports Trump? Who supports Biden, right? There are a lot of people who are like, nah, we don't fuck with Trump. We don't fuck with Trump. And then there was nobody... It said they fuck with Biden. Listen, it was so interesting. Alex, you saw that, right? Or very few people. Very few. You, but listen, but but it was like, I thought that it was going to be Trump. People were going to be like, nah. And then when I said Biden, they were going to be like, yeah. But there was people that when I said Trump, they were like, nah. And then I said wait, Biden, and they also were like, nah. That concerns me. Well, that means they might stay home. But here's the thing. Like, Which even when you talk problem. about the live stream. But TV... 17 million tuned into the Republican convention first night compared with 19.7 million for the Democrats. And they say more, they say almost half of all TV viewers at 10 PM were watching on Fox news. So that sounds about right. Mm -hmm. It's like, like, listen, nobody's going to know anything until November 3rd. 
And I think it's too early for anybody to get cocky. I think it's too early for, you know, anybody to be dismissing, you know, uh, a, a certain audiences or certain communities. I don't think that you should leave no stone unturned. Right. If I'm the Democrats, I'm not leaving no stone unturned. Right. I'm not shunning nobody. You know what I mean? Like I'm embracing everybody who is embracing that ticket right now. I think Joe Biden should sit down and talk to fucking Ice Cube. Let's go. I don't don't run don't run from Ice Cube. Like 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 sit down, sit down and have a conversation with Ice Cube. You, you talk to Cardi. Yeah. You clearly don't have no problem talking to you know hip hop stars. So sit down and talk to Ice Cube. Why the fuck not? Ice Cube got Ice Cube got something to say. Ice Cube got something he wants you to address, which is that contract for Black America. Now, that I, right there. Sorry, go. No, I'm saying stuff like that goes a long way, man. Listen, when you look at the 2016 election and you look at the fact that certain states, I think like Michigan, Trump won Michigan by like 10,000 votes. You know what I'm saying? Wisconsin by like 20,000 votes. You know how small a number of people that is? Mm. You can't afford to turn nobody away. That's all I'm saying. Now, one of your uh, people that you've done like political work with was at the uh, RNC, uh, Tim Scott. Tim Scott, South Carolina all day. South Carolina. Uh, How did you feel about what he had to say about the black experience and why he votes Republican? And do you think it was accurate? He had a great Uh, line that I'm forgetting the first half of. But he said, he said, he said, I went from he said my ancestors went from the cotton fields to Congress. Oof! In one in one lifetime, we went from cotton to Congress. That's pretty fire, man. I I have a lot of conversations with Tim Scott. I haven't spoke to him in a minute. I like Tim though. Um, But yeah, I mean that's just his experience though, and I think that's one. That's a mistake that we make, you know, just because one of us had certain opportunities presented to us doesn't mean that it works like that for everybody. For all black people, got you, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean, just like I mean, just like with all white people, that's the mistake you make when you say, "Oh, all white people are rich," or "All white people, you know, are born with a silver spoon." That's not the case either. No, it is. We are. We are great. We're fucking no. It is a lot we of waste of good white skin out here. And by the way, those are the people nobody feels sorry for. It's a lot of waste of privilege out here. I actually we, saw one yesterday, but I who? would never say his name. Who? I'll never say his name publicly. Really? Never. It's actually sad. It's so sad. It's so sad. He hates on me so much. It's so sad. I feel so sorry for him. It's so sad. And he doesn't even know he's he's been my... F- He's been a part of my fuel and motivation for a long time, all based off one tweet he sent me about eight or nine years ago when that motherfucker said to me, we're going to run you out of New York, little homie. He called me little homie. We're going to run you out of New York, little homie. You'll never, you'll never be on my level, whether it's TV, whether it's radio, anything. <laughs> How dare you talk to a radio hall of famer like that? Yeah, let's go. How dare you talk to a first ballot radio hall of famer in that way, young man? All right. But I don't hold it against you. The reason I don't hold it against you. It's because your privilege got the best of you. That's all. That's one of the moments where he thinks his privilege is going to beat my my talent and my work ethic. And that can't happen. Can't happen, buddy. 
And um, I'm happy that I, 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 listen, I always say that when you do the work on yourself, uh-huh. um, everything else falls into place. And that's yeah, all man. I've ever been focused on. And that's all I will continue to focus on. I will, all I will continue to focus on is healing myself, right? And being the best version of myself and doing what I truly love to do, which is empowering other people. God bless. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. And it's nothing, it's nothing to spike the football about. It's nothing to be cocky about because the proof is in the goddamn pudding. Yes. That's all. Yes. So it it even now when I see certain people still hate, still have little negative things to say, I love it. But I understand that jealousy and envy destroy from within. And it, it, it leads to a lot of needless criticism, you know? And I'm also at the point in my life where as a first ballot Radio Hall of Fame, <laughs> I have no reason to, you know, speak ill of anyone else. I've run my own race. I've always ran my own race. And, you know, whatever has been my motivation over the years has been my motivation. But I, I, I truly want to thank you for those tweets that you sent out back in the day because it really made me want to put my foot in your ass. <laughs> Do you feel me wiggling my toes in your intestines? <laughs> Do you feel it? <laughs> Do, you, Do you feel me? Because I didn't put no shoes on when I put my foot up your ass, a barefoot. So Do you feel me wiggling my toes in your intestines? Huh? Jesus Christ, man. God bless everybody. I wish everybody the best. <laughs> Taylor, let's do some asking, idiot. Let's do wait, it. Wait, wait. Um, let's do some. I thought you wanted to talk about your girl, I would think. I thought I am talking to Mike. Um, the girl from Orange is the New Black. She's going to play a Karen. I don't like shit like that. I, I, don't, I don't like those, like, um, trendy, this is what's hot right now. Let's make a whole movie about it. You remember, like, I mean, maybe I'm different. I always feel like movies were like, movies mean something. When you make a movie about something, like, it's like a real institution. Like, you're stamping something. Mm. I don't know if the whole Karen trend needs a movie, bro. Nah, I don't think so. Let's go to Ask an Idiot. What do we got? What do you got for us for the Ask an Idiot? Mm. Gotta protect Uh. my white queens, bro. Can't have y'all slandering my white queens, man. Uh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Come on, Taylor. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I lost it. Okay. You got two jobs. Okay. This is from Rowan William Jack. Will America burn down no matter who wins the presidency? Hmm. Question. Yes. No. <laughs> Not at all. Yes. Nah, we good. No, it will. Regardless of who wins. Yes. I think that some things are inevitable. I think that uh, I really, I mean, I really believe this. I really think that there's going to be a a bloodshed in the streets. I really do. I think that, you know, because let's be for real, there was police killings and white supremacist killings under President Barack Obama. And there's police killings and white supremacist killings under Donald Trump. And there's going to be police killings and white supremacist killings under whoever the next president is. And I just think that it's inevitable that when you continue to push and kill, push and kill, eventually those people push and kill back. Like there's this, it's been like, it's, it's like that throughout the world. It's always some type of bloodshed revolution. Always. It's, 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 we act like that hasn't happened in America before. It's, it's always been revolutions. 
<laughs> Always. Yes, I think that it's inevitable. Now, will America bounce back? I hope so. I pray so. I think that there's enough good people in this country um, who believe in what this country could be that will rebuild it back better. But yeah, I think it's inevitable. America's going to get burned to the ground. Like, shit, look, yo, listen. It's not even just about that violence. It's about the economy. Shit is bad out here right now. Like, it's going to take a while for America to bounce back. Andrew uh, don't want to believe it, but New York is done. Not even close. Why are you New saying that? Why are you saying New York is done, yo. New not York, listen, you know, who about to, you know who about to finish yo, buying up New York? They yo. started around 2015, but they stopped. Who, Chinese? All Chris people. Keep making them jokes. No, nah, no, nah, we we stopped that shit. We did that shit. You bought the Waldorf Astoria. We're like, not happening anymore, fam. But no, nah, I hate it when people say New York is done, especially people who not from New York like you. People, James Altucher. People, I spoke James to James Altucher, about born it. and raised here. I spoke to James about it. I had, a, I had a conversation with him about the whole thing. And, uh, you know, we broke it down. There's some things I think he says that have some merit. But the reality is, one, you can't let New York go if you are the United States, no matter who wins. If New York needs the money, they're going to bail New York out because we're the crown jewel of the Western world. This is not if y'all pressing charges against the president, baby. Oh, yeah. Y'all better drop them charges, baby. Oh, yeah. But here's a question. Here's a question. Let's say Trump wins. Where does Trump have real estate in? What city does he have the most holdings in? What city yeah, could he and, not and, go and, down because it would hurt his his finances and, and, the most? And, and they'll drop those charges. And you know who will become mayor next year? Who's that? Donald Trump Jr., baby. There you go. Real <laughs> talk. Donald Trump got to get the fuck out of here. That's a fact. But um, but in all seriousness, New York, man, there's no way New York could be done. But this is what happens. There are people who move to New York for their career, right? You're an example. There's tons of other people who come here for their, uh, for their career. And then when their career no longer benefits them to be in New York. They're like, ah, New York is done. New York is made by New Yorkers. We make this the greatest city in the world, and we're the reason why you want to come. We're the reason why all these other people want to come, all these comics want to come, all these artists, all these creators. Come. We make New York hot. Y'all come here because it's hot. That. And, then be when y'all leave, and then when y'all leave, you're like, New York is done. No, we hot, Shows. and other people are going to come Yo, in for the heat. And then once New York is popping again, y'all going to be right back over here like, y'all, New York is going to pop I'm going to be honest with you, Shows. I hey. feel like immig- I feel like immigrants make New York go. My mom's immigrant. Not New York. Not she native came? New Yorkers. I, my mom's immigrant. She came here. She's still That's here. That's what I'm saying. Here's the difference. Like Here's the difference. Not native New Yorkers. When immigrants come to New York, when immigrants come to New York and they become New Yorkers, this is how you know you're a New Yorker. You're a New Yorker when a little funky shit happens in New York gets a little sketchy, you don't go run. That's how you know you're not a New Yorker. It's not about you've been here 10 years. It's not about you've been here 15 years. It's when shit goes down, you go, nah, this is where I live. I'm not going nowhere. It's Leonardo but, DiCaprio in the movie The Big Short. I'm not going nowhere. Bring it the fuck on. We the ready. Different, the, di- the difference is you're born and raised here. Damn right. So so when you look at a place, right? I think I read the other day, it said like, it's 13,000 vacant apartments in New York or some shit like Mine that. Mine is and one of them. I can't I saw, rent my shit. I, I saw that dude on the Upper East Side, the Upper West Side, whatever. He got that house that was worth 13 million. He sold it for three. Here's the thing that the pandemic showed everybody. Mm-hmm. Number one, this is just too expensive of a place to live, right? Like yep. you literally have to be in a certain tax bracket to live relatively comfortably in New York. Yep. And number two, man, when you trapped in that motherfucking house and you're in an apartment building mm-hmm. and you can't go no motherfucking way, you can't mm-hmm. even go out and get some fresh air. Mm-hmm. That's why New York be so packed. 
when this shit hit no pandemic. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers just need to be out to keep moving, 100%. just to keep sane. 100%. I don't think New York at this moment, right now for what it is, 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 is good for people's two things. Their finances and their mental health. It depends. So it's like, one, you're right about some things, and, and James Aldrich are also touching these things. You're absolutely right. The real estate market is going to take a massive hit. And you know what? It should. And I say this as someone who owns real estate, and I'm going to get fucked in this. But I accept it. It is overinflated. It is bloated, right? And where is it specifically bloated? In Manhattan, okay? What overinflates Manhattan? These finance douches that are moving here and buying up shit. China buying up all these buildings and not even moving people in. These Russians buying up buildings and not even moving people in. So you have all these vacant places. So now there's not enough places for actual New Yorkers to live. So New Yorkers got to move all the way out to fucking East New York. Where's your Where's your place at? East New York, you got to be in damn near fucking Chicago just to live in New York, practically. Well, guess what? Native New Yorkers could get in on that action. Oh, and we will. If, 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 Please if, believe if, we will. If, I'm if salivating. If they were busy building <laughs> instead of just being proud to be New Yorkers. Who do you think built this shit? Who do you think immigrants? Immigrants. Hey, immigrants. You gotta understand when you immigrate to New York, you're reborn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, what is it when you're born again Christian? You're born again New Yorker. If you immigrate here, you're born again New Yorker. If you come here so you could be an actor on Broadway and a second Broadway, and you call yourself a New Yorker for five years while you're here, and then all of a sudden Broadway shuts down, and then you move back to your fucking horse ranch in Kansas, you're not a New Yorker. You never was a New Yorker. I love New York. New York has been great to me. I've Damn always right wanted to radio in New you're York. Welcome. But let's but but let's be clear. <laughs> I, I saw the I saw the holes in New York a long time ago. And I told, I, I told Look, Chris that a long time ago. There's tons of holes in New York. I'm not saying that. I saw the holes, holes in New York a long we, time we ago. We need to shed the skin. That's We need yes. to shed the skin. And don't get me wrong. There's ebbs and flows to all this shit. It's happened before and it will happen again. It's overinflated because the whole world wants to be here. That's what it is. I understand. You know what y'all need? Superman. Trees. We you know why Brooklyn... Park, listen, bro. you know why Brooklyn still... You know why Brooklyn is growing? Why? The fucking trees. Nah, it's a little I, bit more suburban, can I, yo. Can I tell you why, though? I'll be honest. This is why this is why this is like low-key great in a lot of ways. Because all the motherfucking yuppies and like these finance douches, they got second home, third home, fourth home, fourth homes. So they all left. But they never what made New York great in the first place. Nobody's like, I'm moving here so I can hang out with some fucking suits at Avenue or One Oak. Fuck that. You come here for the culture. You come here for the diversity. You come here for the vibe, right? You come here because there are a bunch of hustlers and people hungry like you. Not somebody pushing papers in an office building that's 90 stories high. Fuck all yeah, those but office but here, buildings. Here's the thing office about New York that's crazy. They also kill New York. What the, the thing about this is, is Manhattan specifically is too dependent on Wall Street and the yep. financial markets for the bloated city government that it has. The great, and I say this as a Manhattan, like born and raised in Manhattan. The great thing about Brooklyn is there's no financial markets that are supporting Brooklyn, yep. right? Broadway doesn't support Brooklyn. All these yep. crazy nightclubs and shit do not support Brooklyn. Brooklyn's yep. economy is supported by the people in Brooklyn. A lot of mom and pop shops, a lot of mom and pop restaurants, and a lot of these- uh, Like Long Island. And, and, the and Queens like, area. Like Long Island, Queens, et cetera, right? So those places will be far less affected by this, you know, the economic uh, fallout of the pandemic than Manhattan will. Manhattan is going to go through it. We are going to go that's through what it. I, that's what I'm, when I say New York, I'm talking about Manhattan. Oh, you got the Jerry Seinfeld version of New York? That fucking cornball he is? <laughs> that motherfucker's so Manhattan. corny, bro. <laughs> Shut up, Jerry. Andrew, why, listen, Andrew fighting against himself. Andrew said, Manhattan's going to go through it. I'm just like, 
fucking Yo, no, nah, I'm tired of Jerry Seinfeld, bro. This motherfucker. What I'll, does Seinfeld I'll, have to do He said this. this. I'll never abandon New York. You saying it from your mansion in the Hamptons, you cornball. Shut up. The second this shit got rough, you went out to the Hamptons, you fucking dork. Say a curse word, you nerd. That's all. Seinfeld. I don't curse Listen, in my Jerry comedy. Said, I don't oh curse. You're 70 years old. Say fuck, you whiny Jerry little said, bitch. Jerry told me to tell you he'd been in the Hamptons for 25 years. Yeah. <laughs> He probably has. So shut your mouth. Go have some coffee with a comedian, you dork. Jerry. I've never heard, I haven't heard Jerry. dork. He's a Jerry is a good dork. Jerry's a good example of a native New Yorker. Also. Oh, shut up. He's from Long Island. He's not even native New York City. He don't even he don't even think that Queens, Bronx, Brooklyn, Staten Island are part of New York when he was describing New York. And he talks about, oh, how, how could you ever replace the East Village? You've never even been in the East Village. You're in the least diverse part of all of New York, the Upper West Side. Is Connecticut. You're basically in Connecticut. So I don't want to hear what nothing. You know. I, I read the article that he did this week. He said, <laughs> yeah. he said, so you think New York is dead? It's not. You know what I'm saying? He, yeah. He's with you. He, he, but no, he no. says he's, he's with he me. Says, I'm just not with him. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a listen. It's gonna be a little. It's going to be my problem with New York. Always has been New York should look like Dubai, Manhattan, New York. Mm-hmm. Should look advanced as fuck with all the money that we paying taxes, all the money people paying fucking tickets and parking tickets and all that shit like that. Yep, it should look more futuristic than it does. Sure, sure. And I think I think that's why it's going to go through this downward period. Manhattan specifically, yes. Manhattan absolutely. specifically, and I think Manhattan is going to bounce back. It's just going to take a while. It's going to take it, a while, yo. And it could take a while, and that's totally understandable. And uh, you know what? It's okay. That's part of it. That's part of life. Life is not all like New Yorkers have lived in this existence where like everything always trends up for our entire life. We have these little blips and then we come back up and it's like, it's okay to have ebbs and flows. And that builds fucking character. Imagine growing up your entire life and all, no matter what, things just keep on getting better. Stock market keeps on going up. The price of your property keeps on going up. That's not realistic. That's not what people around the world got to go through. So this is what builds that fucking character. Let's go. You say, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. Prove it, motherfucker. If you're a New Yorker and you're worried about this shit, get your balls out of your purse, all right, and start being a fucking man about it, and let's make this city as great as it should be. It's up to us to make the city great. Simple as that. It's definitely up to native New Yorkers who are still here, who have the money to to rebuild the city. You Damn right. Saying? To help, to help, to help rebuild the city. Um, either way, though, you're going to have to bow down to the Asians. Nah, fuck all that. Not, I'm telling you. I'm nah, telling fuck you, all that, bro. The Chinese fuck about to come that, in nope. and buy some more of this real estate. They ain't not I'm allowed to have right none now, of it. If Andrew Yang runs for mayor of New York next year, he's going to win. Nah. He, you bowing down to the Chinese. Nah, bro. God damn it. Nah, bro. Chris is going to get his revenge, nah, Andrew. Bro. Chris, listen, nope. I don't give a fuck what nope. you say. All these years of going in on Chris and his culture on this podcast, nope. Chris nope. is going to get his nope. victory. Nope. Not going to happen, hey? bro. We're not accepting no money from communist China, bro. Uh-uh. We're rebuilding this from the ground up. We building it from the ground Whoa. up, bro. None of that Chris Chinese in, money, bro. I'll take Chris Taiwanese money. I'll take Taiwanese money. I'll take that Taiwanese money. Hey, if Taiwan wants to invest, let's Chris, talk, Chris. Tap in and tell how your people about to take New York over. I, I'll take Taiwanese okay. money. I'm not taking communist Chinese money, Chris. I'm sorry. It's not happening. I'll take Taiwanese money, bro. I would love some Taiwanese money. You might not have a choice, though. No, I got to tell choice, Andrew how, how Tell Andrew how the Chinese about to take New York over. Nah, nope. I mean, I think it's already happened, and 
Unfortunately, it's, you know, I think it's it, what you said applies to Brooklyn, too. I do think Brooklyn's going to be in big trouble because I think a lot of the corporate lawyers and a lot of the money has moved into Brooklyn over the last 10 to 15 years. So I mm-hmm. think Brooklyn's going to get hit pretty hard, too. It will get so hit hard. Say- it will not get hit hard as Manhattan because it doesn't have the uh, those massive like office buildings that Manhattan does and the abundance of them. Like all this office space in Manhattan is about to be worthless. That's a wrap. That's, That's a wrap. wrap. And it should be a, a wrap. Like, the fuck are we doing? Like, why was it that inflated? Why do you want to be on the 60th floor of some random building that looks, looks disgusting in this really cool, chic neighborhood that you ruined by your glass monstrosity? Like, I don't know. Like, as a real native New Yorker, you see a lot of these buildings go up and you're like, the fuck is this, bro? What is this? What's going on? But we're not taking any of that Chinese money. We're not going to do it. I'm sorry. We'll go to war before <laughs> that shit. Let's go. Who got some oil? Who needs some liberty? Who's, who's women are getting treated poorly? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who needs freedom? I can't wait to live in New China. I can't wait. Hey, bro. Okay? Andrew Yang is the mayor. All right. Is he even it's Chinese? Going down. Huh? Is Andrew Yang even Chinese? Taiwanese. He's what? Taiwanese. Taiwanese. See, I fuck with him. He don't fuck with China neither. He's Taiwanese, bro. What's the? I don't know the difference. He's Asian, right? Taiwan broke off from China. China doesn't uh, recognize Taiwan, but Taiwan's lit. They're capitalist. And it's just, I'm all about it. Well, thank whoever that was for that good question. No need to do any more. Really? I think that's a, yeah, we out of here. <laughs> I think that's a good note to end on. Um, as always, if you listen to this podcast, you think we're smart, you think we're intelligent, you think we're brilliant, you're absolutely right. If you just think we're a couple of idiots who don't know shit, don't worry, we're going to add an Asian to the podcast next year. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> it's the Brilliant Idiots Podcast. Thank you for listening. Peace. <laughs>